0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast. Today is Friday, May the 22nd. Thank you, God. It is Friday. We have made it through the week, and we are blessed and happy. So thank you that we made it through the week, and it is Friday. So I hope y'all having a wonderful Friday, whatever you may have to do, whether it's going to work, working from home. Helping your kids with schoolwork, whatever it is, just make today great because today is Friday. So today it states when things doesn't go as you would like, accept the situation immediately. If you dodge in feeling or regrets, that can easily spill over the line into resentment. Remember that I am sovereign of your circumstances and I uphold yourself under my mighty hand. Rejoice is what I am doing in your life, even though it is beyond your understanding. I am the way, the truth, and the light. In me, you have everything you need, both for this life and for the life yet to come. Do not let the impact of this world shatter your thinking or draw you away from focus on me. The ultimate goal is to keep your eyes on me, no matter what is going on around you. I am, centric, I am centered am central in your thinking you are able to view you are able to view circumstances from my perspective i be yourself before i'm humble yourself therefore under god's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time first peter chapter 5 verse 6 jesus answered i am the way and i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me john chapter 14 Verse 6. So today it is stating when things do not go as you will like, accept the situation immediately. Hmm. Whew. Okay. Let me tell you a little background about this one right here. When things do not go as you plan. Like a little. When things do not go as you like, accept the situation immediately. Okay, let I'm me give you a story. My story was two. I'm gonna give you two stories. My story was when I was a little girl, as to not have kids. I want to get married. I want to have this dream job. I want to be this lawyer. That was my dream job when I was little. To have this white picket, you know, to have this house, a husband, I had this bomb career. No. Okay. I met this guy. Thought he was the world. Messed up and had Not one, not two, but three. Three kids out of wedlock. That's one story. Um, That's the story. And I was so upset because I wanted to be married. I did not want to have kids right now. It was nothing wrong because I didn't have kids like I was like 23, 24, somewhere up in there. Um, but I wanted my life to be better off than what it was. You know, he cheated on me, he beat on me, and that was not what I wanted. So, when I got ready to leave the situation, the environment for better for me and my kids. I started feeling guilty, start feeling resent, start just, just start feeling like I re- like regret. Like I know I knew what God was and not to be having having vacation and all that stuff. But I was like I can't believe I'm a single mom with three kids. Maybe I should go back to that dad. Maybe he'll straighten up. Maybe he'll become this man that I picture him to be. Maybe he'll go to church with us. All that type of stuff. But I didn't go back. So um so I start feeling sorry for myself. Like, who gonna want me with three kids? Who's gonna you know, I just start feeling that way. I didn't accept the situation because I I was like, I cannot believe I'm a single mom I'm the only one I thought I was the only one going through stuff. It took me a while to get to that point where I thought I was just the only one. Like I'm the only single mom that's struggling, that's going through hardship, that is like I'm just tired of it. But it took me a while to get to that point. So now here's another story. My other story was even though I was a single mom with three kids, my I was going to college to get I was going to cause to be an X-ray technician. That's what I want to be. If the lawyer thing didn't work out, okay, I'm gonna go to school to be an X-ray technician. Oh my way, He's on my way to school, doing what I gotta do, 4.0, GPA, all that good stuff. The girl is smart. I was doing what I had to do, making sure my kids go to practice, making sure um make sure my kids go to practice, all type of stuff. I was doing it, doing it with the help of Jesus. And then life struck. I lost my grandma like a week before Christmas. That was in 2013. And then one day I woke up. Uh, One day I woke up and I started having panic anxiety attacks, put it that way. Started having those out of the blue. I didn't know what was going on with my body. It was just like chaos. I couldn't, I couldn't live my life normal. I was like, I can't deal with this. I, I can't. I, 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 I can't do this. Um, so my goal was to finish college, graduate, find me a job in Houston. Find me a job in Houston. Whether it's in the woodlands or Katy. That was my goal and be me and my kids a house. No, they didn't go like I wanted to because I got I lost my apartment in Longview. I got evicted from my apartment in Longview. Um, Got evicted from my apartment in Longview. No, nobody helped me and my kids move. Me and my kids packed their U-Haul up and we put everything in storage. Then I came out here to stay with my aunt and uncle. So I started feeling sorry for myself. Started regretting like, Oh, I should just stay where I was at. <laughs> I need to go back there. I just thought, feeling. I was just like resenting everything that I have done ever in life. Like, I shouldn't even have kids. I should just like, just throw it the top. I was like feeling sorry for myself. So, but all through that mess, every time i start feeling sorry for myself god always put somebody in my path to like please sure you're not the only one whether it's through somebody preaching whether it's somebody just telling me something you're not the only one please it's okay and then he used my kids to tell me um mom if you go back you're gonna turn into a pill of salt and i'm gonna die he used all kind of stuff but yet i was still feeling regret and feeling feeling sorry for myself but it took me to a place where I didn't want to go. But I think I had to get to that point where, okay, because you can't depend on everybody. Okay, can't depend on your family, nor your friends. The only person you can depend on was him. So I got to that point where I was like, okay. It said, remember that I am sovereign over your circumstances. And only yourself under my mighty hand. And rejoice what I'm doing in your life, even though it's beyond your understanding. So that's what I had to do. I just humbled myself. I was like, okay, God, whatever, whatever you want me to do, I just do it. Whatever. I um, I just moved my, me and my kids into a hotel. We stayed there for three years. Three and a half years, we stayed there until Harvey came and missed it. No, Harvey came and we had to go to a shelter. We stayed there. It was hard. It was hard. So I just like, okay, God, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to give it to you. I can't keep doing this. I, this is, it's Something better got to come out of this. That's all I kept saying. myself. Like, something better got to come out of this. I just, I want so much better. I want better for me and my kids. I never say for me, but I just want better. I was, Every time I say I want something better, it's for me and my kids. And I did not understand what God was doing. I was like, what the world? This is not what I picture my life to be. Like, wait a minute. Like, this ain't what I said I wanted Jesus, but you know, like I told y'all before, God is, like I told y'all yesterday, that God is charged over, he have charge of your life, so he has the last say-so. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go with the flow, I Mean, I just own myself, and he just said, rejoicing what I'm doing in my life, even though I couldn't understand, I still smiled smile, I still was jokey, jokey, foolish, even though deep down am like, I don't understand what the world is. Like, did I do something wrong to Jesus? Is, Jesus must be really mad at me. Like, why would he allow this to happen to his girl, his daughter? Like, how could how could Jesus allow this to happen to me? That's what I was saying to myself. But then once I got through it, I was like, well, he's just making me stronger. Because people all say, please, you, must, you are so strong. I'm like, God, please. Because I need to know. I need to know for myself if I was strong. If I can conquer that oh I believe I can conquer anything else and I even though I did even though I went through um staying in the hotel it was purity hard because oh it was just hard because you had to like they come by clean up the room you you don't have the luxury I mean you have everything in a hotel but you just don't have like your own space like your own space where you can go off and hide from your kids and you able to you know it's just stuff like you know Stuff we take for granted that but didn't have. And then, you know, in the hotel, it was like everybody was on the internet and the internet wasn't right, you know, and then it's, you know, it's just stuff that we just take for granted. So I was like, okay, I did what I had to do. I, I couldn't cook the things that I wanted to cook, so I had to minimize what I cook or whatever. Excuse me. I had to minimize what I cook, but I cook. So I just did what I just said. Okay, I'm just gonna humble myself. I don't know what you're doing, but hey, I guess I I guess I will understand after a while. You know, after this or whatever. So I went through that and I was like, okay. So I just came to conclusion because that's because one day I know I said this. I know somewhere down the road I said this in somebody's church. Don't know what church it was. Don't know. Don't know where I was, but I did tell God I want him to use me. So he said, Okay, you want me to use him and put you through some stuff. So that way you go through some stuff, that way you can help somebody else. So so I know I said it and hey, he used me. So I just want to get you out of this story. So we just have to accept what we go through. Even though, you know, we plan this picture perfect life. Like I want a husband and my kids and this and that. But God has to let God has a God is um he ordered let me see what they said. like yesterday. It say I am charge of your life. That's what it say. Don't forget that I'm charge of your life. That that God has charge over our life. So even though we tell God what we want, but God, said, I might switch it up a little bit, or I might just do something different. But we have to accept the situation immediately, because if we don't, if we don't, we will feel start feeling guilty, and even spill over the line into resentment. Like we resent what we did. Like. Maybe I shouldn't have did it this way. Or maybe I should have did it that way. And then we'll start feeling just like guilty. You know, like, oh my lord. Like, I felt guilty because I left that dad. Like, I can't do this by myself. I can't raise no kids by myself. Because I just couldn't. That's what I was saying to myself. But look at me now. I have three amazing kids. And I couldn't ask for nothing better. <laughs> um, And it's safe. Um, I am the way, the truth. And the light. That means God is the way, the truth, and the light. If we have to like, um, when he say, I am the way, the truth, and the light, he's just trying to tell us that he's the only way we can, he's the only way. The only way, the truth, and the light. That means that we must go to God in everything, in our every area of our life. I don't, I don't care We have the the coolest friend, your family's always there for you, helping you, in every time you have need. but God said, I am the way, the truth, and the light." that means we must go to God first, have you ever just felt like, um, I can feel, I remember, uh, I was like, I used to always have these, um pity parties, I used to always, call, every time some girl, I, all, I just cop like, why I always go through this, I'm a single mom, I'm, tr- I'm going to church, I do this, I, I pray, I do this, and I do that, and I was like, have a pita Then one day, I try to call these people, nobody answered the phone. Nobody. Can you believe nobody answered the phone for me? I mean nobody, because God knew I wanted to have a pity party. And God was trying to tell me, stop having these pity parties. Because I would have a Peter party, party for two days. Two whole days straight. I just want you know, they were just me. That's my childish ways, whatever. I would have a pity party but then one day I couldn't call nobody and it made me so mad so God was trying to tell me I am the way the truth and the life. that means you better start depending on me because people will fail you people will do you wrong people have you doing stuff that you don't know what to do I am the life meaning like you need to start spending time in my work you know the word Felicia just come on let's get with it so I said okay and I by the time, I, by the time they called me back I forgot what I mean I knew what the problem was but I was not like facing all the problem like this is god you. I'm, i didn't do nothing i'm like i'm okay now why because i went to talk to jesus i had a talk with my daddy in me you have everything you need both life both for this both for this life and the life yet to come do not let the impact shadow your thinking or draw your way from focus on me okay it say you have everything in me everything you need it me, you have everything you need. So, in God, we have everything we need, whether we need a friend, say if you don't, say if you're single, you have a husband or a boyfriend, whatever you want to call Jesus, you have a mother, in case you lost your mother, you have a father, in case you lost your father, you have a, Jesus be your grandmother, your grandpa, whatever. He said we have everything. In me, you have everything you need. So, yes, I know everybody wants, I know. Everybody wanna have a husband, girl, whatever. But God, but first we must know how to be one. No, I'm not gonna go out on that bro right now. Uh, whatever the case may be, God said we have everything we have in him. We have everything. So don't be trying to go to the world. Cause the world make it look like the world will set you up and the devil. I'm gonna put the world in the devil. It was set you like, oh I don't wanna they ain't nobody. And y'all have told God how you want your man to look. Oh, I want this man to look like this. I want to be muscles and pretty eyes. And trust me, it's okay to have that. But, honey, the devil will set you up and this world will set you up. I mean, you can see a man from a distance. You say, oh, that is the man. That must be God. Send me my husband. And that man could be abusive. He could be a killer. Be a drug dealer. Whatever the case may be. Because you so wrapped up. You lost focus on Jesus. You so wrapped up in this man. Like, I can't believe I got a man girl. And you just stop spending time with Jesus. Just stop spending time. You like, you was, you were singing in choir and all that type of stuff. You just stop because this man is in your face, in your ear, telling everything. I'm just speaking. Not from the spirits. I'm just saying stuff about there. Uh this got you all in your I God can take care of you and you and your kids And you lost focus and God trying to tell you that ain't the right man for you But you are But you somewhere else and never land So it's saying like don't use don't lose the impact He said do not let the impact of this world shatter your thinking So don't let the this world shatter your thinking you like okay God I'm gonna make take care of my needs You know I'm not gonna worry about a man right now and when you tell god you're not worried about a man the devil is listening to you so you're not worried about and he'll have a man come right across your path but wow you know he would do that so you have to be careful and you also have to keep your focus on god i heard um somebody's always tell me this and i every time they tell me this i was it's just confirmation somebody said it last night keep your Keep focus on God no matter what, keep your focus on Him. And I was like, okay, keep my focus on Him. You have to because this world and the enemy is out there to seek whom He made the vow, He's come still kill and destroy. And it said, The ultimate challenge is to keep your eyes on me no matter what is going on around you. So I know everybody's everybody about look, no, everybody losing their job, but this corona, everybody they're trying to tell everybody to um wear their mask. You don't know if you are gonna have food for your kids. You don't know if you have to pay money for your. You don't know you gonna have the money for your bill. None of that. He just said, keep your eyes on me. No matter what is going. So no matter what is going on in this world, no matter what's going on around you, no matter what it is, um, no matter what, just keep your eyes on him because you don't want to just. Cause you could be right in the middle. Might you might be ready to get your blessing, and he just said, keep your eyes on me. And the moment you take your eyes off him, you need. to the blessings, whatever may have happened, you lost it because you just, for that one split second, you just lost focus. You took your eyes off of God. So don't keep, don't, just keep your eyes focused on him, no matter what is going on around you, no matter what is going on. I mean, I don't care what's going on. You can be like, Lord, you can be in the middle of a tornado, be like, God, uh, but send somebody to come help me or whatever. Just <laughs> make an example. Uh... I am centered in your thinking and you're able to view circumstances through my perspective. So when you have your eyes focused on God and then you get like a letter saying that um um uh, say so if you get a letter saying okay your eyes have been cut from work um and we're gonna cut your pay. That mom you like what the Yeah, I know you want to cuss you probably just want to throw some things you're like what though but if you have your eyes focused on Jesus you not letting this world interrupt your thinking you be like okay god we're gonna get through this this, this little a detour right jesus we're gonna get you gonna get me through this so that's what he's saying no matter what is going on around you keep your eyes on him keep your eyes fixed on me no matter what is going on around you, you might get the okay god said he supply all my needs according to His riches and glory in christ jesus all my needs with me i don't care what that paper said god is my source so we have to we have to think that way, we have to see it that way, no matter what is going on. So don't be like, oh Lord, I don't know. Even though you said, yes, word, we will try to keep back in. Yes. You know, be like, oh Lord, what am I going to do? I didn't say this. But you have to keep your eyes focused on him. Know that God will never leave you. you know, and he will not fail you. God has not failed you now, and he will not fail you. He, didn't, he have not failed you before, he will not fail you now. Just know that he will. He'll, if he did it before, he'll do it again. And also just saying that, you know, I am the way, the truth, and the light. So I'm going to pray. Father (sighs) God. Thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning. Thank you for your mercy and grace. new. Father, Lord, we come to you as humble as we know how, giving you praise and thanksgiving. Father, Lord, I just want to say I thank you, Father, Lord. Thank you for letting us make it through this week. Thank you, Father, Lord, that we have food on our table, clothes on our backs a roof over our heads, lights, the no necessity that we need for life to survive in this world. Thank you, Father Lord, for that. Thank you, Father Lord, that we have a vehicle to go where we have to go. And Father Lord, I pray that our bodies are healed and made whole, that there's no infection, no disease, trapped in our bodies, trying to cause a hurt, harm, or danger. Father, Lord, I thank you for all you have done for us. Father, Lord, I pray for these single mothers and single fathers and these people are, and other parents that are these kids are in a single parent household. Father, Lord, I know they probably don't have a father, but Father, Lord, you said you are the father to the fatherless. So, Father, Lord, I thank you that even though they don't understand why mama might have to work two jobs, why mama might be some days she might be crying, some day she might be happy. But Father Lord, we know that you will make a way. That Father Lord, you just let them kids know there's nothing for them to worry about. That you got this. That they mama don't need to go out and try to um find a man. To replace their dad because you are the dad, you are the man of the household. So, Father, I thank you for that. Thank you, Father, Lord, for just for who you are. I thank you, Father, Lord, with all, whatever, out with this corona stuff going on, everybody opening up and all this stuff. Then, Father, we must keep our eyes fixed on you, that we do not let this world, whatever's going on around us, to shatter our thinking. And for us to just lose focus on you, that we must keep our eyes and our eyes and focus on you lord so father i thank you for that thank you father lord whoever may be dealing with anxiety depression worry stress whatever it may be father i pray you get them peace in their mind father lord, our mind is the devil playground and father lord, i pray that we don't have to get our mind under control that we stop letting no negatives thoughts and no fire thoughts come into our thought pattern into to throw us off our guard and to throw us off in general uh father lord, i thank you that our chemical balance. Chemical balances in our mind is, is, is level. There's no in there's no incomplete incom uh, balance in our mind. Chemicals in balance in our mind. None of that, Father Lord. So I thank you for that, Father. Lord, I thank you that you cover our head. Excuse, cover our head with the blood of Jesus from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. Father Lord, I thank you that you have favor over us. Father Lord, favor. favor Father Lord. I thank you for that, and follow. Whatever that next year or school year, whatever it may be, Father, Lord, that we must always keep our eyes focused on you. And Father, Lord, I thank you that you were in your word It said that you're the way, the truth, and the light. That, Father, Lord, we must always focus on you and keep our eyes on you. In Jesus' name, amen. So I challenge you today, today, do not lose focus. And always keep your eyes on God. If you had right to write this down, say, I will always keep my eyes on God and not lose focus. Sometimes I do that for myself. So I just challenge you. Just challenge you to say, okay, God, even if your people at your job are getting on your nerves or whatever, I'm like, I'm going to stay on Jesus. Talk to Jesus while you work. Because I used to do that. When people get on my nerves, I used to put on my gospel music, listen to it. And before now, before I knew it, honey, like the whole—I didn't change the whole atmosphere at my job. So, keep your eyes focused on him, and just know that God said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." And He said, "Do not let this world impact you." I'm gonna read this. In me, you have everything you need, both for this life and the life yet to come. Do not let the impact of this world shadow your thinking or draw you away from my focus on me. The ultimate challenge is to keep focus. Keep. Keep fixing your eyes on me no matter what is going on around you. So I challenge you is to keep your eyes focused on me no matter what is going on around you. That's the challenge for today. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope this podcast bless you. Go out and share it. Tell somebody else so that they can be blessed by this. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all have a blessed and amazing Friday.